Warning, the following podcast talks about sensitive topics such as self-harm and suicide. Those particularly sensitive to the topic may want to consider switching off and listening to one of our other episodes. What's going on, everybody? It's Derek with Gaming and Show Podcast, and you're listening to episode 123. This episode is not sponsored by anyone. I had been planning to do this topic for a long time now. But with recent news, I felt it was more relevant than ever. Those of you who may not know... A content creator who went by the name of Etika, um, Desmond, uh, recently took his life, um, or so all indications point to. He had been struggling with mental wellness for a while now, and a large chunk of viewership um, mocked it and joked about it. And that's not putting guilt on them, but I'm saying it it doesn't help. And that's something I see a lot with content creators. Um, people forget that what they're interacting with is a persona It's not their actual personality. It's a character they've created. Their character may be really close to who they are, but it's not them. And people joke with it, get carried away with it, troll it. But ultimately, that character also is that person. It's... It's kind of like their personal horcrux. Viewers interacting with only one shard of a person. But I don't want to go into that section. I don't want to seem like taking advantage of that. What I want to do is talk about mental health and content creators as a whole. Because it's something that I've noted. The content creators that I know and interact with on a near daily basis all seem to struggle with some sort of mental unwellness. And that's the best way to word it, but it's also not the best way to word it. Between anxiety, depression, other mental issues that I don't, I can't speak on because I've not experienced them. And I think that's the biggest issue with mental wellness as a whole. Because it's not something you can just pop down to your doctor and get an x-ray and find out, yep, 
you're depressed, or yep, you have anxiety. It's a system. It's a process. A process that I've been through. Having went to a therapist for a while. It's something that I still deal with. It's not just a, here you go, take some, take some antibiotics and you'll be fine. Take all of it. Don't skimp. It's a process. I think, and maybe it's just because I fall within that realm, content creators are super susceptible to it. Because there's that mentality of, Got to continually make, got to do, got to create, got to be somewhere, got to have a presence. <clears throat> Everybody wants your attention as much as you want theirs. But then as soon as you get it, here come the trolls. Here come people who will mock. There have been times where I've streamed and immediately had people mock. Had people mock my appearance, mock what I'm doing. People lashing out in anger and pain. Hoping to inflict that anger and pain upon somebody else. And content creators are susceptible to it. They open themselves up. They basically display a shard of who they are. And people always say, avoid reading the comments, avoid doing this. There's that call to read it. You look, you go, you interact, you go through your day, and someone goes, "Hey, you look nice," and then the next person goes, "Hey, you look like a truck ran you over this morning." What's gonna stick with you more? It's the negative, because we already have those negative thoughts. We already maybe looked in the mirror and went, "Man, I look like a truck ran me over." So when that person says that negative thing, it validates her personal deprecation. So when a content creator puts something out and they go, man, you know what, I maybe they don't like the sound of their voice. Maybe they don't like the way things went. But then somebody comes along and says, man, that was terrible. It validates them. It validates that deprecation. And I'm not saying constructive criticism is bad. What I'm saying is unconstructive criticism is bad. Being mean for the sake of being mean. Often viewers and the audience for said content creation forget that somebody's behind that camera. There's a human behind the video. A human that poured hours of their life into this product. And joking on it and mocking the person. It's not good. You can dislike a product and not hate the person. A good example is, you may not like a movie, but it's not that you hate personally the person who made the movie. 
Not always. You're not personally attacking the director, the writer. You can say, man, I don't think the writer did a good job. But I think there's a difference between going, man, the writer is so dumb. They're just incompetent and attack their personal life. But it seems like somewhere along the line, the internet decided that was okay. To mock the creator of something and not just say, wasn't my thing. Or man, that, that video was stupid, but I respect it. And there may be creators you don't respect. People who profit off of tragedy. People who profit off of harming other people. Those are the type of creators that deserve that criticism. They deserve that criticism. What they need is help. When a content creator comes forth and says, man, I'm just struggling... Instead of joking about it, instead of mocking them for it, maybe we show them the love and compassion that they deserve, that they need. We need to be better. We need to show compassion. We need to show mercy and we need to show love. Going back to how the circumstances that led up to uh, Attica taking his life, uh, apparently. He had been talking and, and voicing struggle. And instead of encouraging him to get help some people were mocking him mocking his struggle mocking his pain that maybe his his issues aren't real but they are when a creator comes forth and says Hey guys, I'm really struggling. Do you know how hard that is? Do you know how hard it is to break from that character you've built? And come forward and say, Yo, being real, I'm struggling. I'm really hurting. I'm not well. And we built the system that if you don't upload for a while, you can say goodbye to your, your whole standing. People will be making a video going, oh my god, he's gone. Their content's dead. Dead channel. Because it makes money. But you're not. You're just getting better. We've built a system... That you're the internet's hero one minute. And then you're no one. We've built this system that encourages unhealthy decision making. Unhealthy life practices. 
And I'm not saying that we didn't play a part in it, because we did. We absolutely played a part in this. We created the temporary consumer market. We were a hot commodity one moment and a forgotten commodity the next. If you don't believe me, look at silly bands. Look at pogs. Look at the Furby. Look at fidget spinners. Look at the content creators you used to watch versus now. Do you still watch them? What happened? Did you just get bored of them? And I'm not saying that you can't grow. What I am saying is we need to do better. We need to figure out a system to say, hey, you know what? I'm taking a couple months off for mental health reasons. Because I haven't had a vacation in five years. Because, because, because. It doesn't matter. If you had a a, a nine-to-five office job, you get time off. And when you take time off, you are able to relax, come back, and you're, you're back. You're back to your job. That is the downside of content creation because that doesn't exist. Very few people are able to take time off and come back and be stronger. There are only a few channels that I can really think of that could do it and have done it multiple times. Because... Well, I don't know the reason why. I don't think anybody does. Be it their fans understand. Be it they attract new fans as well as their old fans again. I don't know. That's not something I want to speculate on. But smaller creators, even bigger creators, if they just stopped uploading one day, and said, hey, you know what? I'm taking time off for mental health wellness. What would your response be? Some people mock and joke and say, it's not a real thing, that's not a real thing, you you need to make me content. And those are people that that person probably doesn't need in their audience. And if you are one of those people, why? Be better. If a runner said, hey guys, I broke my foot. I need to take a, you know, a year off to get better. Yeah, they may be fine to walk and run after six months, but not not the same scale. If they did, they'd come back more injured. So, why do we think it's okay to, hey, I took a weekend retreat and I'm good now. I'm good for the next five years. You're putting a band-aid on a cracking dam. One that may or may not shatter. We just don't know. 
I mean, one day we may know. But by then it might be too late. We might not know until it's too late. And depression and anxiety does not only happen to the content creator. It happens to a lot of people. I think that a lot of people in the modern era suffer from it in some form or another. We need to do better. Okay? We need to be more loving, more compassionate, more open, more honest, more receptive to the way people feel. And I'm not saying able to solve it all. That is not what I'm saying. When somebody who says comes to you and says, you know what? This weekend was terrible. I spent a good chunk of it in bed depressed. You don't have to go, let me fix it. You know what you, you should do? Listen to them. Let them know that you're there to hear them. But also, encourage them to seek help. Don't just sit on the sidelines and go... Man, I sure hope they get better. Encourage them. Say, hey, have you talked to somebody about it? You can talk to me all day, but I can't help you. I, I don't know that I can help you at all. But there is people who literally went to school for this. Encourage them to get help. Because you don't know what'll happen. Yeah, it's easy to say, well, those numbers are easily accessible. They could look it up. But there's something about your friend saying, hey, I hear you. I'm sorry that this happened. And if you want to talk about it, I'm here to listen to you. Not fix the problem. Listen. Ask questions like, going on but then encourage them hey um i can't solve your problem but i think you should talk to somebody who can who can help you more professionally if you love someone you should love your friends you should say that you should tell them hey have you talked to somebody professionally about this? Have you sought professional help for this? Because if you don't love them, I mean, just let them be on their way. But if you do, you should say something. Even though it may be awkward, maybe weird, we need to do better. Yeah, everybody knows that they can go talk to somebody. But there's something about a friend saying, hey, I think you should, that makes you go, 
maybe I should. If my friend came to me and said, hey, I, I think you should go talk to somebody for your issue. I'd have to stop and go, I think you're right. Because there's one thing thinking it, another thing somebody else saying it. You can, like I said, in that self-deprecation way, it also works the other way, too. That if I think that I need help, and then somebody else comes to me and goes, Hey, I think you need help. It corroborates that information. You go, okay, it's not just me. Somebody else noticed it in my life. When, when you think, I look good today, and someone goes, hey, I think you look good today, it corroborates that information. You go, I must really look good today. So when you're thinking, I think I might need to talk to somebody. I'm, 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 I don't know if I need to. I think I might. I just don't know. And somebody comes to me, you, and goes, hey, you know, I heard you talking about how you spent this weekend really depressed and really anxious. And having thoughts of self-harm, I think you should go talk to somebody. That corroborates that information. You go, okay, it's not just me who thought that. It's somebody else. Somebody who knows me. Somebody who cares. Somebody who loves me. Is saying, hey, I think you need some help. We need to do better. We've got to do better. We've got to be more understanding of people who say, you know, I'm just really down. Yes, they may be down. Yes, they may be depressed. We don't know. But we need to listen to what the person says. We need to hear them to hear them and not hear them to fix them or hear them to hear to think about what we need to say next. How many people will listen to somebody just to formulate what they're going to say next instead of going, let me hear you to actually truly hear you. There's a difference between listening to somebody and hearing somebody. You may be listening to their words, but you're not hearing their meaning. We need to hear people. We need to hear the pain in which they speak, the joy in which they speak. We need to be more attentive to the way people speak, to the way people act. Because right now, we are at our worst. We are self-contained in our own little universe. And if somebody else's universe passes through ours, we sit there and go, how does this affect me? Not thinking, on what way do I have an impact on them? We need to do better. How often in a conversation do we just kind of muddle our way through a conversation because, well, it's Monday and we have to muddle our way through. You ask someone, hey, how was your weekend? And they go, good. Is that an answer? No, it is not. It's the corporate answer. We should be able to feel free to go, you know what? It was terrible and here's why. But if you were to say, you know what? It was terrible and here's why, 
People will look at you as if you've grown a third eye. When I told people at my job that I was going to therapy, the looks that I received made me feel worse. Because it was like, oh my gosh, are you going to snap? Are you going to be okay to work? What's going to happen? It's like, no, I'm going to therapy so that I don't have thoughts of self-harm. So I don't sit in the bathroom and wonder. Wonder what the weekend will hold. Wonder, am I going to be here in two weeks? But work was just more consumed with the idea of, well, are you, are you going to be okay to work? Are you a danger to others? Are you a danger to yourself? Because we really need your work. It wasn't the look of, I'm really sorry to hear about that. It was the look of, this dude is crazy. He's going to therapy. If you walked into your your supervisor's office and goes, hey, I need some time off. I'm taking some time off away from the office. I'm leaving early. I'm going to go see my therapist. What would their reaction be? We've got to do better. And if you are the supervisor, all you should do is go, okay. I'm, and then go, you know what? I'm really glad that you're taking this opportunity to go do this. If you need anything, you want to talk about anything, doors open. But uh, thank you for looking out for yourself. That's what we should be doing. Thanking people and going, hey, you know what? Thank you for taking care of yourself. Thank you for putting yourself first above everything else. In a way, we've bred the most weirdly selfish and unselfish group of people that I can think of. We want to be selfish and stay within our own little self-contained bubble. But at the same time, we're like, oh my gosh, I can't call out of work because then people will think I'm a slacker. And then this will cause that and then this will cause that. We assume that if we take sick time, PTO time to go look after ourselves, that we'll affect everybody else. You know what? Here's the bottom line. If you're not looking out for yourself, your company is not going to either. That's it. That's the line. If you don't care about how you are, your office is not going to. Your job is not going to. You need to make you priority number one. As someone wise once said, don't Allow yourself to lose the most important thing in your life. Your life. Fight for it. Never stop fighting for your life. Never give in. Fight for it. Go see someone professionally for help. Even if you don't suffer from anxiety or depression, or you think you don't need to go see a therapist, I highly encourage everyone to go see a therapist. You know why? Because you go see your doctor for a wellness check. Hey, doctor, I'm just coming in for a wellness check. They check your weight. They check your cholesterol. They check everything. They check everything to help catch something early. Why don't we go and do a mental health wellness check? Hey, hey, doc, not really here for 
anything in particular, just kind of want to sound out some ideas, get kind of like a mental wellness checkup, because they may see something in you that you don't see in you. They may be like, whoa, hey, you're, you sound a little, you sound a little down. We may just justify and say, oh, I'm not super depressed. I'm just, you know, a little down. They may be able to see it before it takes root. That's it. We need to do better as humans, as people, as friends, as loved ones. We need to do better. And if you are suffering from thoughts of self-harm, suicide, anything else, reach out to somebody. Seek help that is always offered. Always. Always offered. It's never not given. Go seek help. In the in the description box for this episode, there will be numbers. There will be the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline in English and Spanish. And for those who are deaf and hard of hearing, for those who are in the UK, you need to seek help if that is something you're struggling with. Because like I said earlier, quoting somebody who's a lot smarter than me, don't allow yourself to lose the most important thing in your life. Your life. Fight for it. Physically, mentally, and emotionally. Fight for your life. Don't give in. Don't give up. Just keep fighting for it. And be better. Be compassionate. Be a compassionate content consumer. Be a compassionate friend and lover and family member. Have more compassion. When somebody comes forward and says, you know what, I'm feeling depressed, I'm feeling anxious. Listen to them and encourage them to get help. Don't make a joke. Don't make a mockery of it. Because that's just not okay. Be a compassionate person. Be the person that Mr. Rogers knows you can be. That's it. Just, we've got to do better. That's actually going to wrap up this podcast. I know it was very, probably haphazard, very passionate. But ultimately, I think that's where we're going to wrap. I know this wasn't an easy subject, but I think it's the one that was needed. And like I said, this episode is not sponsored because I do not want to be taking, I, I don't want to even appear to be taking advantage of the recent tragedy. Like I said, I've been wanting to cover this subject for a long time. But now seemed to be the most appropriate time because it is in people's thoughts. This is still fresh in people's minds. And hearing something like this may help impact them for the better. So, until next week, <clears throat> I hope 
that you all are more compassionate with each other, more loving, and I hope that you have a good week and seek help if you need it. Help will always be given to those who ask. Thanks, guys. And thank you to all of our listeners out there, because we really couldn't do it without you. We hope you enjoyed this week's Gaming and Chill podcast. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, follow us on social media, or learn how to support the podcast directly, check us out at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. Also, be sure to stay up to date with Gaming and Chill by following us on Twitter at at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Yes, that is gaming underscore in as in Nancy underscore chill. You can also find links to the articles, games, and videos mentioned in this podcast in the description below. Thanks again for watching, and until next time. <laughs>